Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to make you a smarter sports better, and I have a terrific show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the show. Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. That's PlayUp.com in the states of New Jersey and Colorado. And don't forget Cash with Flash Best Bets, Premium Picks, Free Picks. We've got packages galore tennis starts this weekend this week in tennis begins friday you're gonna make some cash with a flash that week that's for sure and all the sports no doubt in my mind cashwithflash.com is your one-stop shop for all that bet stamp that's a fantastic website it's free and it gives broadcasters and handicappers an opportunity to track their picks in one easy to follow location they let you sell picks from there you can privatize your picks until after the games if you're a premium handicapper selling it's a great site betstamp.app is the place john burgess is here what's happening dude hey buddy how you doing i'm trying my best man how are you how you feeling i'm feeling pretty good i flew last week but you know i'm feeling a lot better it's going around i guess oh of course it is but then you were in vegas and you know the problem with Vegas is not everything that stays that's done in Vegas stays there. Yeah, I brought some some stuff home with me, mostly souvenirs. I think that's where I got the flu, actually. Probably. You know, I, I had the COVID test; it came out negative. Um, and so it was the flu. You know, my doctor gave me some, uh, you know, with the cough and everything. We could talk about my medical problems forever, but um, I'm feeling good. Now. I'm feeling good now. You know, I, I, I'm a I'm a healthy guy. Well, you looked healthy in the pictures, and you put up numerous pictures of your time in Vegas, and you looked like you had a great time, man. I'm happy for oh, you. Oh man, it's the people I know out there. It, it, they're, they're just fantastic. From uh, you know, Maddie Yeoman stops by from Vison to say hi, and then I got uh, you know Jeffrey Benson. This, Sports director at Circa, such a great guy. I really have to tell you. I mean, you you know some of the the guys out there, Chris Andrews and uh, you know and Jimmy Vaccaro. You oh, know yeah, all those guys. Sure, I mean, yeah. they're still out. They're still out there. But here's a young guy that's 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 out there, and um, boy, they run a really good book over at Circa. I, I recommend any of your listeners. They haven't been out to uh, Circa Sports. They really got to check it out. It's it's heaven. It really is, brother. It's heaven. I plan on being there. I'm I'm fascinated by what they've done. I've heard things besides aside from you that just make me look forward to seeing it. Because, you know, I, I work for the guy who brought all that to Vegas. And I think that Lefty, from what I heard, would have enjoyed that. 
Well, unless he owned. I mean, he would have loved it, but unless he owned it, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He wanted a piece of the action and everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the amazing thing. Hey, I got to really, you know, talking about Vegas, uh, I have to thank you. You know, listen, not only am I a guest on your show, but I'm also a listener. You guys, you and your guests went 7 and 2 in NFL last week, uh, this past weekend, which is fantastic. And I have to admit, handicapping the lazy way, I just tailed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? A lot of people did, and we're pretty thrilled about that. The big play, though, was the UCF on the money line. That was a fantastic yeah. hit. That, no, that was a huge hit. That's a huge hit. You know, that raised our total to three and four during the bowl games, but we're in the black because that was like a three for one, you know? So that was a fantastic play. We're going to have some more plays for you today, but I can't wait to get out to Vegas. Scotty Fiedler, he con- he is involved with the NHC. He does, he plays a hand- horse handicapping tournament every day. He's one of the best around. And he qualified for their live final at the end of January. So I'm going to go down there, cheer him on, go see some boys, maybe drop a couple podcasts, you know, visit Circa, watch the games. If you're going to be there on Sunday, I'm looking forward to it, man. There's a good chance I'm going to be out there. Let's see what happens with this uh, virus going on. I'm I'm not afraid of a virus, but uh, let's just see how it works out. You know, these airlines... uh, canceling flights the you know the funny thing about you're talking about horse racing um funny story real quick so where i when i'm out in vegas um you know i know some good guys my one buddy sean Al, good good friend of mine sean alvarez mm-hmm. he's on you'll find him on twitter at smooth turn two you've probably seen me interact with them yeah but when i go out to vegas i see sean sean knows a lot of the guys you know um Ralph Michaels and Marco D'Angelo, good friends with Kelly in Vegas. But uh, to make a long story short, um, we get some information um, through some people. And there's a future, uh, uh, you know, they had the Derby futures up. Right. So um, the uh, future we play on on a horse, he's 70 to 1. And. Um, we get the information. The call comes in from you know some some good sources, and uh, uh, the horse is Rocket Dog, Rocket and Dog. he's seventy to one. Well, the 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 wild thing about it is is that all right. I want to play him too, but we got to get some money down. Sean's got to get five hundred dollars down on on the horse. We're looking at different books. Finally, he gets the play in. 70 to 1. So, next guy, a friend of his, wants to get it in. So, I defer to these guys. These guys are horse guys. I'm not going to step on their horse. Right. So, there's $500 down in all of Las Vegas on this horse. Nobody knows about this horse. So, then, the horse goes from 70 to 1, after that $500 is bet, down to 35 to 1, where another horse guy plays them for a couple hundred so now that's 700 total but the horse drops down to 25 to 1 wow that's when i bet him 
at 25 to one. I defer to the guys. It's their horse. I'm not going to, you know, go run and bet it because I, you know, I hear what they're talking about. I said, I'll wait for you guys to get your plays and let's see what it goes. Less than a thousand dollars in, in, in bets, in futures bets, brings that horse down today to 20 to one, a thousand dollars moved it 50, 50 bucks, let's say, you know, and it's it's just wild. Anyhow, so Rocket Dog races at uh, fairgrounds on Sunday, gets bothered, and doesn't win the race. I bet him pretty pretty nice, a couple hundred dollars to win, a couple hundred dollars to place. He doesn't he doesn't even finish in the money. Right. But it's just interesting to know that a futures bet that less than a thousand dollars can bring that thing from seventy to one to twenty to one. So when you're talking about Vegas, you think that thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars would move a futures? Not true. It's just 800 a, bucks. Yeah, it depends yeah. on who the guy is that's making a bet, too. And uh, Well, with horse racing, though, it's a little different. You're playing against the field, you know, the rest of the betters. But... Yeah, there's like 200 horses. I got the sheet from Circa. There's 200 horses on there, and there, there, there I see them. So, hey, listen, if, if Rocket Dog comes into the Derby and he goes off at 2-1, to one, you know, or three to one. He he's a monster. He's got good good bloodlines. I got a I've got a good bet at twenty five to one. Damn if right this, you do. Yeah, but if this horse doesn't make the field, you know, that was a wasted bet. So we'll see what it's a, it's futures, man. That's what you have fun with the futures. You have fun with the futures. You don't throw your bankroll at it. You just have fun. That's, yeah, that, man, that's but what, see, yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. You know, I, and I get, I get why people are upset with some companies for talking the way they do about we don't want winners. But the average better is really, that's what it's about, making a bet in Vegas. I want to make a future bet in Vegas. You know, I remember so many times people were betting on the Cubs, for example, (laughs) because they were such high odds to win the World Series. And those kind of things are cool. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens with the horses, though. But good luck with that. Rocket Dog. I like the Rocket Dog. Yeah, man. I mean, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens here on Wednesday night at 545, John. Oh, Clemson, man. We're Iowa talking State. about my favorite, the Cheez-It Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. As soon as we I post this pod, I'm going to go and get some Cheez-Its. Are you really just so you can eat Cheez-Its while watching the bowl game? I'm going to eat Cheez-Its just because now. Because I love Cheez-Its, and that's just the way it is. And now that it's been brought up, now I have to have some. Oh, well, we just got to keep saying Cheez-Its. Maybe they'll pay us. I would love I it. I love Cheez-Its. I buy it. Actually, I go to Sam's Club and buy it by the case. See, that's a smart. That is a real smart move. I go to the Family Dollars right around the corner from where I live, and you can get them sometimes for $1.75 a box. Well, yeah, man. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, all, up, I'm all into saving money because the more money I save, the more money I have to gamble. Well, I'll tell you what, I think we're gonna. a lot of people are going to save money on this game. I hear it's not being bet very much. Clemson is a one-and-a-half point favorite. The total is 44-and-a-half. What do you like about this game? I like that not a lot of people are betting it. Maybe there's some value to be found, but it, it's, it's scary because here we go. I remember a few podcasts ago, we said, what to look for in ball games?" And sure enough, opt-outs. Opt-outs. And, well, but what we failed to to talk about, and it was no 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 fault of our own, was COVID. <laughs> so here we have in this particular ball, 
Iowa State's top running back, Hall. What's the kid's name? I don't even know. Hall. He's, yeah, you know, Priest Hall. Good. He's, he's, not, he's going to the NFL draft. Good for him. I'm glad for him. He won't be playing. Okay, so you gotta you got to take on Clemson as an Iowa State team. Automatically, you would think, for the average better or the new player, the, the pros will, will do deep dives like we do. But you look at the game and you say, the first indication would be, oh, I like Clemson. Oh, well, not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso says. Um, Clemson's quarterback, will be, he's not going to have his two receivers. I'm not saying these guys were by any means great, but they were consistent. Combined 23 catches, 423, 423 yards for the season. Um, you know, it's a game. I mean, it's a good game to lay off. But then again, Phil, I mean, you know, you're not a big layoff guy. You were able to find value no matter what the situation is. And I did. And, uh, and I did. Here's here's the, here's our edge. That kid at Ohio State or Iowa State, the quarterback, Brock Purdy, he's a senior. Yeah. These are the kind of games that boost your draft potential and your draft stock. And he could have a big one. He's thrown for 18 touchdowns and seven interceptions. He's, he's had a good year. Yeah, yes. But Clemson, you know, losing those two receivers, you've got a sophomore quarterback who had a decent year. He had nine touchdowns, nine interceptions. He did throw for over 2,000 yards. But that familiarity isn't going to be there for him. The, the guides that he used to go with this great team that's won five straight, and they've allowed just – an average of 16 points over their last five games. That team is not the same offense for him anymore. And I think he's going to have a hard time. And the other thing is you've got this Iowa State team that's awfully good, actually. And if they were in the the ACC, maybe it'd be different. Their record might have been different, might have been better. You never know. But one thing we do know is that they look like they're hungry. And a point and a half is not too much. Either way, I think if it were me, I'm going to put my money on that kid, Purdy. And I'm going to put my money on that running back, the backup running back over there, because that hole is going to be open either way. And I think some young kid's going to step right through it. The other guy that you want to look out for is Xavier Hutchinson. He's from Iowa State. He's the wideout. Yes, yes. Yep, almost 1,000 yards receiving with five touchdowns. He's a nice player, and he wants to look good in front of the camera too. And I would suspect Iowa State, which is not a bad football team at all, even though they finished fourth in the Big 12, I think Iowa State not only covers the one and a half, but I think they outright win this one. You know what? I just wrote that down. The, the one thing that, 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 that uh, impressed me with Clemson is – that front four, man, those guys are monsters. Monsters. Then again, with Hutchinson playing, you know, and, and, and he's going to be the he's going to be the target. For There's sure. no doubt about it. He's going to be going to him. Um, you make a great point about Brees Hall. The kids, this is his showcase game. If you can come out and play well against, you know, Clemson might be depleted on offense. Not depleted on defense, although they'll lack their defensive coordinator. He's moved on. Right. Um, from what I that's that's just from if I'm not correct, you know, correct me. But I believe he's moved on. Um, 
Actually, I just pulled something with my phone. Um, as of right now, the recent update, there's no official opt-out news to report uh, on the Clemson on, on Clemson. So, you know, what what we see is what we're gonna get. Um, I'm with you, Phil. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Iowa State with this this pretty kid. He's got to do something. This is his. This is his time to shine. Now here's a one cause for pause. I always give a cause for pause. Oh boy. The second to last game that uh, Purdy played was against Oklahoma. Okay. And they got seven. They sacked him seven times. But outside of that, he'd only been sacked five times in four games. So OU has a pretty big freaking defensive line and yeah. very talented, similar to Clemson. That's why the spread's so low. It is. It's a that's a tough game. I'm well, still gonna stay I'm staying with Iowa State and the points, and I'm gonna take them on the line and and I hope that you do too, and I hope we cash. Well, I'm gonna go uh, listen. I'm cashing with Flash because uh, you know, Mama didn't raise him. I was I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. So, and I know you've done your homework. You know, as as I've you know begun to do some college basketball homework, but you know what? It's bowl season, so I've got some uh, interest peaked. So, Plus, you got conference basketball starting in the next week. There there have been over 200 games canceled already in college basketball. Could you believe that? I mean, I believe it, but it's just like these guys are young athletes. They should be able to, you know, take some freaking NyQuil for crying out loud. Or whatever, but they're as soon as they test, they're in trouble. And, and it just is what it is. So we move on to the this one here I like to. This is going to be a fantastic game. The Valero Alamo Bowl. You have the 14th-ranked Oregon Ducks taking on the 16th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners. And the spread is Oklahoma's favored by 7 points, total of 60.5. What you like about this one? Well, right away, I mean, just because of Oregon's problems. Um, I was reading last night, it's over 30 guys are not practicing. Right. And, you know, whether they're sick the one thing that amazes me is that, you know, we, you and I like to get information mm-hmm. and, you know, we, when you deep dive and you look, you know, they just tell you 30 guys. Well, let's try to figure out who those 30 guys are, which is tough. But listen, you got Bob Stoops going against McClendon. Coaches are in order. Um, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, an offensive game. No doubt about it. These are bowl games. There's, you know, there's no reason to play uh, conservative. You go out there and everybody shows what they have. So in in this particular game, you have to take you have to take a look at that total. Now, if we didn't have 30 Oregon Ducks uh, players that were affected either through not wanting to play, opting out, COVID, whatever, the over would be a good play. But I think under the circumstances, when I look at this game and I looked at it last night, I like that under 61 and a half. Is, is that what you have right now? Is that still a, the, yep. a good number? 61 and a half is a very good number. In fact, it's available at several places too. Um, yeah. I You know, the, those, those opt-out, between the opt-outs and the sick, that's rough. 
But what's worse is that you have two interim head coaches. Yeah, interim. Yeah, sooner. Yeah, McClendon and Stoops both interim. Yep, because Cristobal and Riley both bailed on their teams under a lot of controversy too. By the way, you know, so hopefully they don't bring their names up too much during the telecast and upset the fans. But the one thing, Oregon has a nice team, but who's hurt? Who's out? The worst part about college football is they don't tell you injuries unless the person's out. Because this way, it doesn't hurt the student-athlete. They have a Privacy Information Act, and they're not allowed to disclose that sort of thing. So they don't. But Oklahoma's had several players leave the program. And they have a freshman quarterback, Caleb Williams. They're they're running back. This tough kid is Kennedy Brooks. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. But again, you've got all these issues. What is it? Spencer Rattler, didn't he leave? And a whole bunch of others left. This whole this whole transfer portal is not exactly my favorite thing on earth. I don't like it. I, I think if you unless it's a hardship case where you know it's a mutual thing, you should have to stay. Make your choice. Learn from your choices. That's the first lesson you learn in sports, in college sports. Make good choices. And sadly, I don't think that the kids are learning from their uh, mistakes. And the first one is make a good choice when you go to school. Don't choose because your girlfriend or because your buddies are going there. Choose the school that you want that's going to give you the best education and the best opportunities in sports second. That's that's what I tell all the kids, John, when, I, when they're coming up in tennis. Uh, what about this transfer portal? You think this is any good? Of course not. I think it's horrible. I mean, you know, the NCAA's decided to let these kids, you know, move freely. Um, that's, you know, going back to what you advise the kids, that's that's good advice. Where I come from, uh, you know, back in the day, we would, you know, give kids the advice, listen, uh, especially basketball players from Chicago, go where they're paying you more. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, they, they still do that. They, that's part of it. They're, and you know what? Now that the kids are actually getting paid, you know that's another wrinkle to the whole thing. But I, I, I just got turned off by the whole thing with Oklahoma, with how Riley just left, and a lot of kids left too. Now I get that part. This is the coach who recruited me, blah blah blah. But Spencer Rattler, he got benched. And well, that's, yeah, that's what I meant though. Like you know, Stoops can have a handle. This is Bob Stoops' chance to. You know, the, the 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 man was the face of Oklahoma uh, uh, for years, and um, and now he comes back um, to to lead his team, his team for now. His team for now, yeah. I yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, um, he's a good guy, but I think both these coaches, if he had some experience and. Although they're only interns, I mean they're out. They're out to try to get jobs too, including the one that they're, uh, including the opening that's uh, the actual head coach, not the interim coach at the, that were those respective schools. I don't think they've hired anybody yet, but uh, maybe they have. But that's immaterial. You yes. like the under. I don't care to pick a side because I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I think I'm with you on the under 61 and a half. In fact, I am. I, I like these teams, but again, Oregon is missing 30 scholarship players that haven't practiced. And they're going to get gassed. This is a big game. 
this is a big game for these kids. You know, forget about these coaches who didn't want to stick around. You know, that's a business move, okay? It probably had nothing. It wasn't personal. It's a business move. But Oklahoma, all those kids leaving, what is that? What kind of message does that still send? And then you got Caleb Williams. I think he's sticking around just for the game. And then he's leaving too. So who knows? But that kid, Kennedy Brooks, watch him run. He's a tough kid. And you know, it's a, a team, team sport. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you know what? It, it's disappointing for the other players because, you know, you're a team. Right. And you've got a brotherhood. And in women's sports, a sisterhood. But, I mean, you've got this brotherhood. And you see guys dropping out and, and, you know, and, and, and opting out, moving on. And, you know, it kind of you kind of lose that that team spirit, that, that, that camaraderie. And it's sad to see, but um, something needs to be, it needs to be addressed. Um, and we'll leave it to the NCAA who I don't have much faith in, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in any, you know, organization, NFL and NBA. I mean, they always seem to do the wrong thing. And so we'll see how it plays (laughs) out. They do. They do. Oh yeah, they do. I'm living proof. I know all about it, but it should be an interesting game. We're going to go with the under here at 61 and a half. Now, Thursday, this is going to be a very interesting game itself because you have the Pitt Panthers and you have the MSU Spartans, Michigan State Spartans. Uh, might as well just get this out. Kenny Pickett did decide to opt out. He yeah. pulled a Will Greer, and basically that's their team. And I'm pretty disappointed when they do that. When West Virginia, a couple seasons ago, that Greer kid is, is setting all kinds of records. His team is winning. The only reason the team is in a bowl game is because of his arm strength that he hasn't had a chance to demonstrate yet at the pro level, probably because he didn't stick around for his kids, his teammates, and they pay attention to that too. But they floundered in that bowl, and those kids just got buried in a game they didn't belong in because the guy who brought him there Decided to take his ball and go home. I hate that. But you've got the same thing here with Kenny Pickett, and I get it. He's going to be a first-round draft choice. He's probably really good, and he might be good in the NFL. But Pittsburgh is is more than just Kenny Pickett. I think. You know, they're they're six in rush, number six in the country in rushing yards allowed. They're 43rd in, in yards allowed. They rank 114th in passing defense. This is going to be a high-scoring game, kids. It really is. But you, And don't forget that Taser Mack, the kid, uh, the wide receiver, he's also opted out. Right, he he's, sure he's, did, he, yeah. Yeah, so he's up. So no picket, no Mack. Um, the offensive coordinator's done. I mean, he's moved on. Um, but he's... Going to Nebraska, maybe it'll help him. I don't know Nebraska. I don't, I don't have good feelings about Nebraska. But anyhow, <laughs> go looking at um, Kenneth Walker, the Michigan State running back. You've seen this kid play, and he opted um, out too. Yeah, he's done. I mean, that's what makes this so difficult. It makes it difficult, but for guys like us, it, it makes it interesting. We just tread with caution. Don't oh yeah, too much money. You know, it's these are these aren't. These bowl games are not games that you walk in and say, I'm going to pound this game. Okay, maybe when we get to it, maybe the uh, 
playoff games you might want to pound. Um, got some good takes on those. But, yeah, I would say in this game um, personally that um, I, I like Michigan State. I really do. Oh, yeah. Um, I like their coach. I like the, you know, I like the way they play. Hey, listen, you know, so there's no running back. They're playing the game um, uh, in Atlanta in the Dome. So Michigan State's going to throw the ball. Um, they're going to have their offense, uh, you know, intact, basically. Um, a couple defensive um, opt-outs, but nothing major. I think Michigan State's the more, let me put it this way, they're the more intact team. They're, 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 they're pretty much intact. Except for the running back, um, Pittsburgh loses a lot. Uh, you know, I mean, they lose a lot without uh, Pickett. You know, he's their team leader. He's the guy that brought them back. I mean, they came back in a few, in, in a couple games, as I recall. And he was the reason why. He is. He's definitely a. I would say a top ten uh, draft choice. People might argue, but he, he's definitely a first rounder. Mm-hmm. But there's some teams out there in the NFL that need quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are at a premium right now. They sure um, are. That's a fact. They sure are. I think, yeah. I think the Saints called Drew Brees up and said, what are you doing this week? They were so concerned about the quarterback situation. And while they should be, they proved it last night. But yeah, we're in college sure football. Wow. Yes. But um, I, I do like Michigan State. I also do. I'll take the point. I'll lay the points. Uh, the one thing that we always want to remember is that Pittsburgh also, like I said, their defense is, is really their calling card. They did some really good stuff. I, I've not been right about Pittsburgh in all four games that I picked them. Um, no, I'm sorry, that's wrong. I was one in three. But this Peyton Thorne, the quarterback yeah. for Michigan State, he's electric, and he's going to have his full complement. The only thing that could put a damper on the, on the Spartan party is the fact that Thorne's been sacked 18 times in his this season, and he's up against the best sack team in the college game. They, these guys are the sack leaders by a long shot. <laughs> That's a good point, Phil. That's a good point. But, you know, you expect a lot of sacks with a, uh, with a Big Ten team. I mean, these teams, it's such a it's such a – very tight, um, very, these games are, 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 are very, um, I, I can't find the right word. They play tough in the big 10, you know, it's ground and pound and, you know, you know, just pound the ball. So, so you can start passing, you know, run first pass, pass next. I mean, the big 10 has proven to be a team, a, a league, for years of defense, now you have uh, a team like Michigan State that can show that has some offense, and so it's evolved. But that you know, you may you raise a good, good point with the sack leader. You know, c- coming in there, this kid's been sacked that many times. That's worrisome. You know, they're going to go after him. Well, they I, are. I, I, yeah, but but I, I I think that Michigan State, as I said before, they're intact. And so a team that, as far as what time is it? So, you know, sometime in the morning on on on, uh, on uh, Tuesday over here, they're intact. And so I like Michigan State. Well, I'll tell you what, I liked them even more when I discovered that 
I knew that Michigan State. I don't watch many Michigan State games because I'm a, a Michigan Wolverines guy. But right. uh, at the end of the day, they are tenth in sacks, and you know Kenny Pickett got sacked 29 times this year, and yeah. maybe that's part of the reason he decided to opt out of this game because he knows what's coming. And unfortunately, it's not this kid, the junior quarterback Nick Patty. He's thrown for like 140 yards, some pedestrian stuff without an interception. <laughs> but at the end of the day, because yeah. you don't get on the field with when you've got a guy like him, when you're behind a guy like Pickett. But their defense, the passing defense from both teams are atrocious. You add that in with the fact that Michigan State can balance out those sacks and perhaps get a couple turnovers of their own. I'm laying a two and a half. I'll take Michigan State here. I'm leaving the total alone. A lot of people will play over. I don't know if that's the right move with Nick Patty as a quarterback. God, it's 63 and a half. Oh, it seems so high. It, well, yeah, but then we've seen games that went over 100 points this season. I know. Too. So, I mean, it seems – I thought it was a little low at first, but I thought it would be higher because neither of these defenses can stop anything in the air. I mean oh. zero. These two, they couldn't catch a cold in the air. They couldn't catch Corona <laughs> in, in the air. I mean, they're just awful. But good luck with the Michigan State game, kids. We've got the big ones now. All right, and we're going to talk about the big ones. We've got the uh, Cotton Bowl, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl, Cincinnati Bearcats, Alabama. Give that, me Alabama all day long. That's all we have to say about that. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. This, think, now, the know. question everybody has is, we know Cincinnati's 13-0. and 0. We also know that they beat a couple Power 5 schools. But, you know, they're playing against Alabama. Do they have a shot to cover this 13.5 points? Absolutely not. None. No. No. No way. No, come on. I mean, listen, I give them all the credit in the world. They, they had a good season, and their record shows that they're undefeated. Great, you know, but you haven't played anybody in the caliber of Alabama. Not I, mean, I mean, really, only the teams in, in, in the SEC have played a team in the caliber of Alabama, and Alabama's crushed other teams. Does Cincinnati belong in this game? Yeah, maybe because of their record. Um, yeah, they've had a couple power five wins, but then they've had some easy wins too against some nobodies. Um, I just think that's now you give Saban what a month since Alabama played three and a half weeks to a month. Uh, will it be over a month? You give Saban a month to prepare for a Cincinnati club that is decent. Okay. Um, but he, I, I just feel that he crushes this team. Alabama has, has the horses. I mean, the championship game, you know, it, it, what it's going to be. It's going to be Alabama, and then we'll talk about the, the, who I believe Alabama is going to play. I'm sure you feel the same way, but there's not much to talk about. There's no opt-outs. No, nobody's transferring. There's no transfer. Yeah, some guys that are haven't um, backups are transferring, but they wouldn't see any action anyhow. So both teams are going to have all their horses. I'm just saying that Alabama's got the, the big horses. They got the big horses, and they're five and zero against the top twenty-five this season too. And these games weren't even really that close. Okay, maybe the one against Arkansas was, but yeah. they beat the crap out of Georgia. Yeah, it was an aberration that Arkansas game. 
I think you might be right. You know, they have they played a couple uh, teams that perhaps didn't make the bowls, but you know, at the end of the day, and they did have a close one with Auburn. Where did that go? Four overtimes. But when you look at this team, Bryce Young, he's not opting out. By the way, he's still stuck in school. Darn it for him, and he's had a great year. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. Did the high? Hey, let me ask you something. Did do the Heisman Trophy winners usually excel in bowl games? You know what? I think they're still coming off that high of winning the Heisman. I, you know what? From just going back to and who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I win the Heisman, I'm done. I won the Heisman. I'm not even playing. Um, no, I give them credit for playing. You know, one thing you you have to remember. You know, I know I'm high in Alabama. Um. And maybe some will dispute me, but that's why we why we talk about this. But you know, what's the kid's name? Mechie. Yeah, he's he out. Led, he led the team. Yeah, he's out. He tore his ACL in the championship game. Um, but I know he had close to. I mean, if not a hundred receptions, he was damn. I don't even in front of. He was damn close to a hundred receptions. The kid was. He was their lead team leader in receptions. As a matter of fact, now he's out. Um, will that make a difference? No. <laughs> I don't think so, make, yeah. You nah, know what else, though? Man up. Cincinnati's done a really good job of forcing turnovers, like they lead the nation with 33 of them. That's amazing, isn't it? 33 turnovers. That's the number, huh? 33 yeah. forced turnovers. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, now that you and, – and, and when you're talking about turnovers, Alabama, I don't have the numbers in front of me. You might, but I, they didn't have many turnovers Ten this year. Ten all season. Yeah, so there you go. And, now, and, and, and now here's the just... other thing, though, John. Here's the other huh. thing. This is the best part of it all, is that all but 11 of those turnovers were against winning teams for Cincinnati. <laughs> In other words, they're beating up on teams that aren't very good, yeah. and they're getting a lot of turnovers, and, and granted, they also have two cornerbacks who are all Americans, nice players. They're still the only undefeated team in the country. And they went eight five and zero against the spread. Now, when you flip that over, look at Alabama. They played seven top twenty five teams this season, yeah, and exactly. or either were at the time or ended up top twenty five. I mean, they had they've played everybody. The SEC's loaded as usual, but like we said before, ten turnovers. Their linebacker, this Will Anderson kid. Oh, man, is he a monster or what? Yeah, he's Michael Parsons <laughs> 2.0 because he's got 15 and a half sacks this season. He's going to cause this Desmond Ritter all sorts of problems. But the one thing that people are talking about, I've heard, is that Alabama's only 7-6 against the spread this season. Does that seem to matter to you? It doesn't really. Because, not in this game, no. No, no. I don't feel. No, not 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 in a in a playoff game. Alabama wants to get back to, to the championship game. The thirteen and a half does. I I would say the spread should be closer it, it, to to seventeen and a half. Maybe you don't want to cross. Maybe seventeen. I think that just because of the money, because of the the, the betters coming in, they wanted to. They want to keep that spread of 13 or open. I think it opened it. Didn't it open it uh, 14 and they bet it down 14 and a half? I don't think it crossed so, yeah. that. I don't think yeah. it's crossed the 15 threshold. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't but think it will either. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, Phil. I just don't think it's going to move anymore. 
What do you have in front of you right now? What's 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 the, is it thirteen and a half right now? Thirteen and a half I have in front yeah, of you. Yeah, that's what I have right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I I could see it going to fourteen, um, with with some Alabama money, and I would still bet the game at fourteen because I think that's I, I think it should be higher. Then again, I'm no Matt Metcalf, you know, the guy that sets the college lines at first, so it's probably a good line. I, maybe I have some Alabama bias over here. Not that I'm from there or I've spent any time there. But Just it's hard to, not to be. You know, it yeah. really is. It's hard not to be. I have I have an Alabama polo shirt that I got two summers ago from uh, Coach Saban. He was speaking at a place where I was a tennis cat or I was doing tennis, and uh, I got to speak with him, and he gave me a shirt. I said, oh, that's really nice of you. I can't, nice. I can't wear it to any places because most people hate Alabama, but that's okay. 13 and a half. I really, really want to find a way to take Cincinnati because that is a lot of points. Cincinnati, I love that Davy and Goliath story. You know, since I was a little kid, I love the underdogs. I pick mostly underdogs, but I just can't see, see clear of that. I can't see a way for Cincinnati to do anything much if anything at all you know Metsy's going to cause Metsy being out is going to cause them problems though well you know why don't you because um the the other receivers and i mean they don't even have close to the catchers or yardage um uh they got the kid uh williams mm-hmm. um he's he's now he's playing now they're he's going to be the he's going to be the top target um I don't have his first name. I don't know kids Williams. I just watching him play. But I know if they weren't throwing to Mechie, they were throwing to Williams. Right. Um, he'll play. He's going to be the number one target. Other than that, you know, you're going to need guys to step up for Alabama. That's the one thing, you know, I'm not going to pound this game by any means. But I just, you know, I'm just giving you my honest opinion of, you know, Alabama should be well prepared. So we'll see if these other receivers for Alabama can step up because there's something like under 500 yards with the remaining receiver, not combined, but the next, the third receiver, uh, I can't think of the kid's name right now, but he's got less than 500 yards in, in, uh, in, in uh, yardage. So it's going to be an interesting game. I know a lot of the, I know a lot of people like Cincinnati. They think they belong there. Hey, I th- maybe I think they belong there too. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. You take on Alabama and you take on Nick Saban, and you could find yourself in a, in a lot, in a, in a big pro, in a big, in big, in big trouble. So um, we're gonna, we're gonna stick with the Bama minus thirteen and a half. I'm gonna put that in there now, so it doesn't, in case it goes up. I wouldn't right. be surprised. I, I, I'll tell you this. I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati keeps it close for a while, though, because they, they have the speed to do it. They do. Whether they have the experience and plus they're playing Alabama, if that if that doesn't put some uh, starch in your shorts, nothing will. <laughs> no kidding, man. It's so true. All right, Alabama's our play. All right, so we have one more game, and then John can go back to uh, his his infamous notebook. The phones are already ringing at the Merges residence. And that's a oh no 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 thing. no! I use I don't no 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 for the for for my safety. I don't do any uh anything out of the house. Oh, I actually have an off. I have an office in an undisclosed location. <laughs> um, and so and it's locals. It's it's locals only. Right. Um, 
I actually do have a couple police officers as customers. I'm not going to mention their names, but uh, hey, listen, the Seminoles, hey, they they go out and I go back in. There you, you know, go. You know, that's the state of Florida's problem right there. Yeah, it's what Florida loses, I gain. All right, anyway, we got one more game before we get yeah, you you incarcerated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got the Georgia Bulldogs and the Michigan Wolverines, the two-ranked team Wolverines, number three-ranked Georgia. Seven and a half points, Georgia is favored. And the total is 45 and a half, so they're expecting a lot of defense in this game. I might as well let you know right now that JT Daniels and George Pickens both are on the shelf with COVID. They probably aren't yeah. going to play. What do you like here? Because I'm a Michigan guy, and, and I'm all in on Michigan. I think they're going to win the national championship. That's why that's why it went from eight in a lot of places to seven and a half. You got the Michigan money coming in. Big. All right. As you mentioned, Daniels and Pickens are COVID-19 protocol, which in this case with college football, if you're asymptomatic, um, you know, and – you know, you're you're not showing any symptoms. There's a chance they could play because it's a week till game day. Well, right. not a week, but uh, I, I, I should say a week. Three days. Three days. But when they when they were diagnosed or they tested positive, it was like, I don't know, five days ago, was it? Right. So game days, eight days afterwards, and with the um you saw sure you watched the news CDC guide and says, you know, after five days, you don't have to be in quarantine, which means these guys could probably there's a chance they could play. But then again, we won't know because of college and, you know, the Bill Belichick uh, um, strategy, I call it. Now, let's not report any injuries. But with that said, this is the this is the game where you have two teams that definitely belong there. Michigan might have caught some breaks this year. Mm -hmm. Harbaugh did the right thing by bringing in these assistant coaches that he brought in. You know, he was losing the team um, the last couple years. Right, Guys weren't playing for him. It was his style. He's old school. Um, but the game's being played Miami. I look at the um, the extended forecast. It's going to be a um, – what time's the kickoff? Uh, do you, I yeah. believe that kickoff time is at seven thirty Eastern yeah, Friday yeah, night. Seven thirty, yeah, seven thirty. So it's so it's an evening game. So the weather's going to be nice, perfect weather, no wind, um, and you have a Georgia team that, man, I just I, I feel Georgia's got got the better team than Michigan. Um, do they have the better coach? Yeah, Kirby Smart's a good coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, a, a very good coach. Um, I don't like to match up coach against coach, but in a championship game, it's a chess match. In this particular game, I think it's too many points to give Michigan, as you think. Mm -hmm. Seven and a half too many. is a lot of points. And you know this is sharp money that's coming in early on it, Phil. Yes. So I would, I would definitely – you know, I'm on your side. Who am I to argue you, man? You've been hot lately. It's like, you know, I'm I, I'll be honest with you. I'm tailing you a lot, bro. And because you're sending me you're sending me your you know, your VIPs. I'm getting everything. It's mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're you're the real deal. Um my extra you know, set of accountability. People don't realize this, but I've been doing this for years. And I know how twidiots can be. Yeah, and, and, and you know something? I own every one of my losses. I always have. I put them you up on have. my Twitter. 
I even did it when I was doing fantasy baseball picks for right. season-long leagues. Oh, geez, he didn't do so good this week well, or last week. We'll try better. Stuff like that because that's important. So if anybody has to question that sort of thing, they're drunk probably or people who should or don't pay attention because it's all there. But I send my picks out, my VIP picks, to five random people every day. If I make right. a pick, five random people get it every single day. Uh, Michael Noonan, the guy that comes on Mondays, he gets them every week. Because uh, right. I've known him a long time. I give them to you. Uh, yeah. Fats, the pro gambler Fats, I send them to him too. Uh, so He's he amazing, man. I'm telling you, Fats is 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 great. And you've got a relationship with him as far as a business or, or you know, friend a friendship. Yeah, well, yeah, because we met through uh, one of my guests, actually, who's one of the, I had to scrub the episode because the guy turned out to be a con man. But whatever. You know, at the end of the day, Michigan has a great football team. And that's too many points. They're 11-2-0 against the spread this season. Uh, George is not. They're eight five and zero. Okay, you want to say that the SEC is a tougher conference? You can, but I don't think that it necessarily is. I think Michigan is going to win the national championship, not because I went there or because I've been a fan of Michigan since my aunt was in the marching band when I was about two, and my parents met there. Um, but outside of all those things, Jim Harbaugh. Well, I could go there too. You know, we were both freshman uh, athletes at the same time at the same place. But no, the team is too good. They've got two big backs. They've got a nice group of receivers. This freaking Aiden Hutchinson is a monster. Yeah, he's, he, he's, 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 he, I don't want it. I, I, I mean this in the night. He's an animal. But he's a monster. He's a human being, but I'm just saying, as far as a football player, the guy's an animal. I he's, mean, he's coming at you. He's, he's a nut. You know the one question I have? Because Bennett's – I don't want to say oh, sucked. Stetson Bennett. Saying, because Bennett kind of sucked a little bit in, in that SEC championship game. Um, You think – they haven't announced who's going to start, but I think that that it would be a good decision to start Daniels instead, you know, JT Daniels for um, Georgia. What do you think about that? I, I don't care who they start because I know I'm just I'm, I'm just saying. I would say I would say JT Daniels probably hasn't practiced in about ten days. Stetson Bennett is going to want to be the guy. Yeah, I think it to me. I don't know. I, I'm if not Bennett's the guy. Then you got to you know we're I like Michigan too. Um, but Bennett, what does Bennett throw for this year? Let me see. He threw for twenty three hundred and twenty five yards with twenty four touchdowns and seven interceptions. McNamara is a nice quarterback, but it's it's Haskins and Corum. Those yeah. are the two that get it done. This this kid, I love this kid, Cornelius Johnson. He's got great hands, yeah. and, and all these kids, most of these kids from Michigan are coming back next year, except for Hutchinson. And you know something. It's a young ball club. That's just so, so is, true. So is Bell. Bell will. Bell has decided to return to Michigan because he wants another shot at a national championship. That's how good he thinks this team is going to be. Well, you have to look at that closely now because these guys they have faith in each other. Oh, big faith! They know their team's good, and you know, so so you're so you're looking at basically we're looking at a Michigan Bama national championship with a Michigan win. 
with a Michigan win, I think the futures, what are they, seven, eight hundred, uh, uh, seven, eight to one? You know, my friend was in was in Vegas at that time, and he put a hundred bucks on Michigan to win it all. What were they, what were they then, like 15 to one? or 800, and it was, it oh, was okay. 8.5 was... to one, 850. 850 to one. Well, that's a nice, that's a nice bet. I mean, I, 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 I have the sheets because I was in Vegas in the uh, before football season started to sign up for my contest, which um, didn't work out as I hoped this year. But it's been a weird last year with COVID, and this year with you know COVID, COVID, and I hope we don't have to say it next year with COVID. We're gonna be saying you know, that I, till we die because it's never gonna end. Yeah, um, it, it, it's really never gonna end. Um, it's going to be around forever. As a matter of fact, the doctor told me, he goes, yeah, they'll be mixing it in with the flu shot from now on. Well, right. not well, eventually, but I think that, I think that, um, that we've, uh, really found some, some winners. I really appreciate, um, the winners you've been providing me. Um, as I move on from football to college basketball, my other passion, I'm disappointed with these, with some of these, these games being canceled and tournaments, but that's what we do. But I'm, I'm glad that we were able to go over these games. I'm going to be playing a couple of your plays. The first one, well, our plays, Iowa state is definitely a play on in these other games, but um, it's always a pleasure to be on the show. Phil, I, Man, I really enjoy it. I learn a stuff. lot. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Thank you so much for being here. Now tell everyone where we can find you on Twitter. Cause this is a great follow. Cause John puts his pictures up there. Not too many guys. Like him, do that. <laughs> no, we, hey, I, I took my grandson to see Spider Man, the new Spider Man movie. I had to even put him up there. He was all happy. Oh, I asked yeah. him. I asked him. I, I tweeted it. What do you want for? What do you want for lunch? He said chocolate cake. Well, I'm glad Mama wasn't there. God you know? bless him. Oh yeah, so he just chocolate. That was a. I'm telling you right now. Other than sports, you want to go watch something that's really cool and really good? That new Spider-Man movie is unbelievable. There you go. You see, you even get movie reviews plus winners. And yeah, but can... follow me on Twitter. Yeah, at, absolutely. Uh, at Merges John, and you'll find some interesting tweets. And uh, I always try to tweet out. One of my things is I, I try to tweet out the best of gambling, hashtag gambling Twitter. And you'll find yourself retweeted a lot in there, Phil. I appreciate that, too, man. I got to tell you, this has been a great show. Thanks for being here, dude. It's all real, brother. Oh, it is all real. And we'll see you in four weeks. So you'll be here next week. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Playup.com. Playup Sportsbook. Always your best bet. Head on over there and cash with Flash. They love us. We love them. And I can't wait to see what they do next. Bet Stamp. That's where you can find the picks. You can even buy packages from us there, from the Cash with Flash brand, obviously. But we're tracking all our picks from the Phil Nason Show. It's a lot of fun to do. We're really thankful to them for making it so easy. And it's so much better than some chicken scratches on a website. Believe that. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. 
you can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.